know everybody thought that podcast is done there's no way he's coming back after this long but here i am after a much needed break let's jump in This is an episode I wanted to release last month uh, during Black History Month. I thought it'd be the perfect time to release this episode. But hey, shit happens. And at least I'm going to put this content out there because I think it's something important to talk about and something that I feel like something that I feel like people don't even know is a thing unless you're in the position what i'm talking about is dealing with racism from your own people basically and the fact that people like myself who are of mixed race multiracial or even just being light-skinned in general not only do you have to deal with all the bullshit from racist white folks or whoever but you also have to deal with the bullshit of not being black enough now this could be anything from being light-skinned or to what i dealt with a lot which apparently is talking white which is the most annoying ignorant thing i've ever heard in my life because if our people are ever going to come up i don't understand how uh speaking like you have an education is talking white because that's the most ignorant comment you can ever make if anything you should be proud that there are black folks out there who can speak like like they actually got an education not be talking them down um so there's so many different angles that i really wanted to bring up and discuss from my own experience um of constantly being told i wasn't black enough even though I was dealing with the same racist bullshit that all my darker friends were dealing with, I was still getting harassed by the cops, getting called nigga everywhere I went, getting jumped. Uh, one point in my life when I was a kid, my family actually had to uproot, pack our things, and move to a completely different county because of how racist the folks were uh, down there in the city of uh, Tenino, Washington. Hope you all have changed. It's been a long time, but... From what I dealt with, fuck you to Nino. Um, but anyways, so I'm going to pull some audio because I want to hear some different angles, different experiences that other people have talked about. And there's so much stuff that's being shared online. I will be putting all credentials in the show notes. Anybody who wants to follow someone who uh, interests them and maybe they want to know more. Uh, yeah, so let's jump into that, listen to some audio from some different uh, kids and adults who are dealing with the same shit that I dealt with all my life and I still deal with now, which is, hey, not black enough. It's swaying the 
Man, Wayne Brady, man, we've been talking about doing this for a while, brother, and, and it's good to see you. And I want to apologize. First thing one of my, uh, my my team members said to you, Kelly, when she saw you in person was, what did you say, Kelly? Oh yeah, you're taller than what I thought you were. So you know what? That is a okay, man. If that's one of the 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 things that a lovely lady says to me, uh-huh. then that's fine because I've had some horrible shit said. Uh-huh. So 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 that's fine. That's okay that you're yes. taller. What kind of? Because you know, I think people have often misjudged who you are and and, and the different layers and complexities to who you are as not only as an entertainer but as a person. Like, what are some of? Would you say? Uh, uh, misimperson, uh, misinterpretations of Wayne Brady have you heard? Uh, let's see. Uh, the the biggest one I've got to say, and I even had a go go after dude on Twitter the other day uh, that that there's just some people, some some of our people that that are like you know I'm not black enough or uh-huh. or you're not black. First off, I still to this day, you know, and I have to say that proudly, I, I'm I'm turning forty in June. Okay, congratulations. Still, thank you. You made it. Oh, thank <laughs> God. You Boy. surpassed the life expectancy. Woo. No, no, especially if a lot of cats in my neighborhood is like, like, hey, I did it for y'all. Yeah, right. Um, so <laughs> I win. All right. Um, it's a, I, what is black enough? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because being honest, not all of us can be thugs. No. Nah. And most people are not. Mm-hmm. If someone shoots a gun, the average dude is running. Mm-hmm. Even, even the dude who's sagging is like, look, man, I'm roughing this. Bang. Ah, he's he's ducking yeah. and running. So you're not really a thug. <laughs> you are a person that wants to escape the bullet. Exactly. Now, mm-hmm. that being said, that doesn't make anyone blacker or not black. Now, if I have to fight for my family mm-hmm. or fight to defend my friends or fight to defend my life, I will try to take you out. Mm-hmm. That's not a boast. That's not me be trying to trying to be hard. Mm-hmm. That's that's what a man would do. Yeah. Now that being said, I'm a man. It doesn't matter what you think. It uh-huh. doesn't matter what gradation of black mm-hmm. you think I am. Yeah. A- at the end of the day, I'm a black man who happens to get very lucky. I have certain talents that I've tried to hone and and try to make it in this world where it's either this or I wasn't going to spend the rest of my life flipping burgers. Okay. And not only that, you're educated. I try yeah. to be. Uh, and you, you're you not just black. You're Kunta Kente black. You're not, you know, you're blacker I, than most of the people that think you're not black enough. Thank you. I'm All happy right. you say that. You know what? <laughs> no, no, no. No, because that's a good thing. Yeah, because when folks say that, no, I wake up in the morning. There is a reminder. There is no world in which I wake up and go, oh, man, I'm kind of pale. Yeah. No, that's not happening <laughs> that's tomorrow. Not it, right. So, so I know who I am. And the good thing is it's taken me. A long time to get to this place of comfort where cats can come at me on Twitter and and people can say what they want to and I'm cool with it because it, at, at the end of the day, I've got a, got money in the bank, yep. I've got a house and mm-hmm. I can take care of my daughter and my mom mm-hmm. and uh, I make a lot of people laugh and I make good music so suck it. All right, suck it. That's Wayne Brady said, suck it. How old is your daughter? Uh, nine years old. Is that she's from your current relationship or past relationship? Oh, she's from my past relationship with my uh, ex-baby mama, okay. my, my, my ex-wife, uh-huh. my business partner. Uh-huh. So she's still my best friend. So so uh, so it's a good thing. Yep. So so Wayne Brady has a baby mama. If that ain't black enough, then what is, man? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. It's Sway in the morning only on Shade Forty Five. So that was definitely some dope content from uh, Mr. Wayne Brady. If you don't know who Wayne Brady is, I do not know where you've been at. But, um, yeah, so that's one celebrity voice up in here. Um, I'm going to share some more stuff so everybody can 
kind of get a little bit of feedback from, you know, people at the top, people at the bottom, regular people like me and you. Uh, I believe I got some audio from, you know, some teenage kids. Uh, this seems to be something that I thought only my generation was dealing with, but apparently there's still a lot of ignorance out there. And these younger multiracial kids are still dealing with this. And um, yeah, so and I also want to just extend a hand out there. And if there's any uh, young mixed kids that are listening to this, hearing my voice right now, and you feeling like you got nobody, can always reach out. Uh, I always try to return my messages. I'm not a professional, but I can get some feedback. Um, trying to help you out from somebody who's lived through it and still living through it. Seems to be a lifelong thing. We're just all going to be dealing with this for life. And uh, yeah, let's jump in to some more. The hardest thing about growing up in the time and place that I did was not being really accepted in the black community. And I say that not as, you know, to be pointing a finger, but I didn't fit. I mean, I, I still wonder um, about that sometimes. And I asked someone a couple of years ago, you know, where that stink eye comes from, you know, why there's an issue there. And, and this woman, God bless her, she's the first person in all my years to say this to me to my face. And I imagine a lot of people thought it. Um, the issue is that I'm not black enough. And I just thought, wow, I didn't realize there's degrees of blackness. Um, you know, so that was, I think she was being honest, more honest than anybody else I had ever encountered. But it begs a lot of questions about um, our culture and how we define one another and how we understand and um, accept one another. You know, what's the criteria for being black enough? Um, so if somebody's got an answer to that, I'd love to hear it. I'm black because I'm the opposite of white. Hey everybody, um, just wanted to take a few minutes to, to talk about the issue of race. I mean, it was inevitable um, that this topic would come up. It'll probably come up a few times because I am quite passionate about um, the African American experience in terms of American history and also in terms of the African American religious experience here in America. So uh, these things will come up often. The reason it's coming up now is because I was at work the other day and uh, Somebody made the comment that, you know, you're not really black. I commented on a Michael Buble song, and someone said, you're not really black because you know who that is. As a matter of fact, you know, you're the whitest black man I've ever met. And at the time, I wasn't able to push back on what they said, but this is not the first time it's been said of me. Uh, I was actually on a, on a forum the other day because, you know, I run a website, and um, people kind of know who I am and know my voice, and... Uh, my voice is disembodied when I'm on my podcast and someone had written on the, in this forum is it strange that um, I always thought that this guy was white uh, there was a video that was posted and so he, he was seeing for the first time that I was not in fact white that I, was, uh, that I am actually a black guy and so uh, it, it was really interesting for, for me to, to hear that and continues to be but I tend to push back on it and, and say to people here's what you're really saying when you say that I know you're joking or you think you're joking but it's betraying what you really think of black people it's saying 
I don't normally hold in my mind a view that black people are educated or well-spoken. This is where you get comments like, hey, Calvin, you're so well-spoken, you're a credit to your race. Like, what does that say about what you think about my race to begin with if you say something like that to me? And conversely, um, black people have uh, kind of reverse-engineered this. Uh, for so many years, we were told what we cannot be. You can't be good. You can't not be a criminal. You can't keep it in your pants and keep from raping and pillaging. Uh, you can't get an education. You can't be a president. You can't be a lawyer. All these things we couldn't be. And when slavery ended, you know, that was kind of instituted into the Jim Crow laws and segregation. And so we've had this history of what we cannot be. But now we live in a day and age where black people can, by and large, be the the makers of their own destiny, the, the masters of their own destiny, so to speak. And so we find ourselves in control of ourselves for the first time in a very, very, very long time, but there's still this mentality of what black people are, what it means to be black, and so there are certain things you can't do. You can't you can't vote Republican if you're if you're black. You can't uh, like education if you're black. You can't desire to be anything other than a hip hopper or a basketball player or an athlete if you're black. These are the things that we aspire to. And anything other than that, to be well spoken, to be educated, means to to have turned on your race or to be a turncoat or to somehow think that you're better. I know that when I've talked to people about having an education or uh, it being important to me to get an education, people have sometimes looked at me with this, you know, this look in their eye, you know, oh wow, you know, oh you think you're better than me, especially in the church. Uh, when you say, you know, I want to go on to Bible school, a lot of people, especially in the African American church, are like, why don't you just let the Holy Spirit guide you? You don't need all that head knowledge, just let the, let the Holy Spirit guide you as if, you know, the Holy Spirit guiding you towards education is a bad thing. Um, but that's not what my piece is about. My piece is really about, um, the idea that white people have this view of me being a credit to my race, at least in my experience, it's not all white people, but a lot of white people in my life feel like, okay, you're different than other black people I know, different than the stereotypical view uh, uh, that's put out in the media and that I also hold myself. Uh, you know, obviously that's where the statements come from. And then there's the other side where black people say to me, you're not black enough. You're not really black because you like these things. Uh, my contention is I can like anything I want. I can date anybody I want. I can like jazz music. I can like hip hop. I can like classical. I could like country. I don't like country. But it's not because I'm black. I don't like country because I don't like that form of music. I'm not from that kind of area. I didn't grow up with that. I'm in the Midwest. I prefer hip-hop. I prefer rock. I prefer jazz. I prefer blues. I prefer funk. Um, I prefer, you know, electronic because I live in Detroit and that's where we have the Electronic Arts Music Festival every year. So these are the types of things that I like and these are not contradictions to my race. I've not somehow handed in my black card because I don't meet some particular criteria. You know, it's like I, uh, I'm allergic to all forms of melon, which makes me completely useless when you roll out watermelon. And black people are supposed to like watermelon. And I know I'm buying into stereotypes here, but it's okay for black people to be 
you know, contradictions to cultural expectations. It's okay for you to, to get an education, to, to go to college and, you know, get a degree and get a job and pay your bills. It's okay to like rock music alongside your hip-hop. It's okay to like just rock music and not hip-hop if you're black. It's perfectly okay to be the master of your own destiny. It's okay for me to speak well. When I speak well, I speak as a black man. I am as black as I know how to be. I may not be from the hood, I'm from suburbia. I'm moving into the city of Detroit eventually, but you know, it doesn't change fundamentally who I am, what I like, and what defines who I am. My actions define who I am, okay? I'm not trying to be black, I'm as black as I come. I can't be any blacker for anybody. You know, we look at, you know, Dr. Huxtable. Where would Theo be without Dr. Huxtable? Where would the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air be without, you know, uh, Uncle Phil and, and Carlton? Um, I might be a Carlton. I might be an Uncle Phil. So what? Um, I am who God has created me to be, and by God's grace, I will continue to be that person and continue to help educate other people that it is okay to be who God has created you to be. I am black. I am educated. I am smart. I am not ashamed of any of that, and I am also not saying that I am better than anyone because of it. I am who I am, that's all that I am, I am the master of my own destiny. You should be the master of yours too. Talk to you later. So that was Mr. Calvin Moore. If y'all want to check him out, he's got some videos on youtube uh you can check out and and look into a few more of his posts and uh before that you heard a little bit from ruth lucas who's written a few books as well and uh, also quick google and uh, can find some more stuff from her and more information is in the show notes on those folks um i thought it was interesting that he had ended speaking about how he might be a Carlton because this is one character that everybody had a good laugh at, uh, including myself. Uh, and I'm guilty of it as well, even though I've been <laughs> a victim in those shoes, not, not from literally, uh, acting like a Carlton, but from, you know, being, um, being told I wasn't black enough was definitely right there. And it reminded me of one special scene on the show that kind of hit home for a lot of us, no matter what side you were on. And uh, I think it was a good way to end the show today. So uh, we're going to go out with that. I'm not accepting no prep school, Bell bread sellout into my fraternity. You, know, you can stop all no, that. No, wait, Will. I got this one. You think I'm a sellout. Why? Because I live in a big house or I dress a certain way? Or maybe it's because I like Barry Manilow. Even Barry White, y'all. <laughs> Being black isn't what I'm trying to be. It's what I am. I'm running the same race and jumping the same hurdles you are, so why are you tripping me up? You said we need to stick together, but you don't even know what that means. If you ask me, you're the real sellout.
on the East Coast, but raised up in the Rocky Mountains. War follows me, folks, and so I sit from shoddy fountains. Worry not the ethos of me, bro. Imagine a brother in your hood, not black enough to be a Negro. Your hair was so soft and bushy, yo, how did it get that way? Do all black girls twerk their tushy? Do you do click clack spray? Did you know once met a black guy who showed his ass? You look like you could play football. Do you even know your dad? Yeah, you're probably smoking mad blends. I'm hoping that ends, you'll be my token black friend. And since we're friends, now our association's bigger, so that means no getting offended if I call you in. Take a joke and chill out, I might be playing since we're homies now You can say it too, and I can say it And by the way, you speak so well, where did you learn it? Go to school around here, or where your parents turn it song? I roll my eyes and then educate, levitate Above all the people who seem to just denigrate Let them hate them while you come back to your pieces You medicate, meditate, so long ago find a new reason To keep you from better states uh, I roll my eyes and then educate, levitate Above all the people who seem to just denigrate Let them hate them while you come back to your pieces You medicate, meditate, so long ago find a new reason To keep you from better states Remembering for centuries, the shit that's done is said to me And in this life you wake up